on imom.com, we share ideas, insight, and inspiration. We do all that here too, by sharing the best kind of stories, mom stories. We're all at different ages and stages, but one thing we have in common is that we're striving and sometimes struggling to love our children well. It's the iMom Podcast. Welcome to this week's episode of the iMom Podcast. I'm Abby with Chloe, Susan, and Megan once again. And this week, we're going to be talking about something that might come between you and another mom friend. It's confronting another mom about her child's bad behavior. And before you think we're just going to be pointing fingers at other moms and their horrible t- children, this could also uh, this could also be a lesson for those of us who have a friend come to us and say, oh, hey, by the way, this is what my kid said your kid did. So we got to uh, take this in as maybe the recipient or the giver of the news. Um, My story is that this was probably a few months ago. My younger son came to me and he said, so-and-so, we'll call this child Michael. Uh, Michael told me I'm fat. And I was just like, you know, and he had this look on his face of like total shame of like he believed it. And, you know, mom, tell me this isn't true or it is true, isn't it? Um, And I of course, I reassured him. I said, son, your body is perfect. And I love it. And there's so many things that I love about it. Um, that was unkind what he said. And I don't think I'm going to tell that boy's mom as much as I want to say to her, hey, I know how you're raising your kids. And this behavior is not something I think you would condone. I think I'm going to keep it to myself. I just I don't think this is one that I'm going to share. And I've wrestled with whether or not that's the right thing to do. And so And then I wrote an article about it and just kind of like, how do you know when you go to another mom and how do you know when to keep it to yourself? So that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today is when do you tattle on a kid to their mom? So first, initial thoughts. Anybody have that happen to you or to one of your kids? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) I should have asked an open-ended question. Okay, okay, okay. How do you do this? It's just so hard. There's so many variables at play here. How well do you know the mother? How often is your child with this child? Does it, like, is it really going to impact their future going forward? In other words, if this is your child's best friend, oh, well, mayday, mm-hmm. you know, because yeah. that could become a bad thing if this child is saying this to your son every day. But if this is just a kid in the class that, you know, is an ornery thing, a bully will call him, whatever, then you've got to know there's going to be those kind of kids in the class. And Okay, honey, I know that was really ugly, but look at who it was coming from Mm -hmm. and understand he's doing this to probably lots of people. And talking to the parents probably going to go nowhere. Talking to the teacher might help. But um, so, again, that's another avenue. Do you talk to the teacher? Do you, you know, Chloe, before we started this, you asked me about the mom mafia. I do think it's important to have your close group of friends that are the moms of your kids close group of friends Mm. and you do have that kind of transparency with each other like I've said to parents when I drop my kids off hey you're my friend our kids are friends my child does anything I need to know about tell me do not hesitate I'm not sensitive I want to know I want to parent I want to help them grow in wisdom and in stature and favor with God and man and so I therefore need your input um you know you got to have those kind of close friends but Megan have you had anybody um any of James's friends say that he's done anything bad um so they're pretty little still so for example like one child came running to the other mom I was talking to and I and said you know James did something or or whatever and we kind of just then separate them and we're like okay you know whatever happened like don't retaliate or if you started it don't do that 
Um, but I have been in instances too where like another child tattled on him and I saw the other child start it, start the whole thing and then come tattle and say that my kid did something. And then I'm like, well, I just saw it happen. That's not really how it went down. Um, but I tell friends all the time, I'm like, if he's over at your house and he's doing something that he shouldn't be doing, absolutely feel free to put him in timeout Mm. because that's what we do. If he does something first time or if he doesn't listen or whatever, he doesn't share, whatever it might be, feel free to put him in timeout if he's at your house and I'm not there. Yeah. Well, I think there's three filters to run the situation through to help you determine whether or not you should tell the other mom or if you should just kind of keep it to yourself. And one of them is, is the behavior. Yes, the behavior is inappropriate, but is it age appropriate? I went to a one of my friends, the school counselor, and I was talking to her about another incident where a little boy, um, like my son drew a picture and the little boy took the, the picture and crumbled it up and threw it away. And I, I talked to this friend about it and I was like, you know, do I say something to mom? Because that was kind of mean, but do I need to step in? And she said, it was mean, but that's age appropriate. Mm. She said that his little crumbling up of the thing, that was something that a child at that age would do. And so they can work it out between the two of them. So that's for you to decide. But if it's age appropriate, then you can probably stay back. Another one is the other filters are other people talking about it. So I have a friend whose daughter um, got called a really mean name at school and a bunch of kids saw it and they went home and told their parents. And so my friend's getting texts from other moms going, oh, I can't believe that this happened. And so everybody's talking about it. And she's like, if this mom doesn't know that 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 her son said this, then she should know because now she's the topic of conversation among among other parents. And then the third one, is there a genuine concern that the behavior could lead to a bigger issue? So if this is like a moral issue and you really think that, you know, this child's mother needs to know, then then I think it's right to to tell. And I mean, that happened to me. My next door neighbor was like, did you know your son told my son about sex? And I was like, excuse me? <laughs> and she said, yeah, he, he said this and this. I was like, well, he wasn't wrong, but... I hear you. Okay. And so I had to pull him aside. So yeah, I mean, she thought that this could lead to a bigger mm. issue. Hey, did you know your son is the the town, you know, <laughs> informant <laughs> yeah, on sex? Um, so yeah, I, I appreciated it. And I was like, all right, thank you. Yeah. And I could address the issue your with child, him. Your son wanted to be a teacher. Oh, no, no. That's the big one. No, the little, <laughs> the little one. It's the younger one. That oh, is. No. <laughs> but I do think that when you so what's the right way then to approach another mom like or maybe what's the wrong way if you guys can put yourself in the place of the mom who is being told hey your kid did this bad thing how do you want to hear it in a way that will I help love you receive it the way it? you just said yeah. it you know hey you're hey did you know that your son told my son about this heads up just so you know maybe yeah. he, he wants to not be sharing that with the 3 year olds in the neighborhood yeah, yeah. you know just kind of like then mm-hmm. it's not a big deal. Yeah. They're going to talk. They're boys. They're going to talk about what they know. Age appropriate again. But maybe somebody needs to tell them that they really shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What if you don't know the other parent? Do you think that, like you say, it passes all these these criteria and you really do think that it's something that the other parent needs to know, but you they're just an acquaintance? I think that's hard. Because the reality is 
we'd like to all say that women are going to be gracious to each other, but you don't know if that mom's going to be touchy mm-hmm. or get angry with you or well, talk to other people. I wouldn't say anything. If, if they were just an acquaintance, I wouldn't yeah, say anything. I, so. I, I just wouldn't. What if the thing that the kid did was really bad? I don't know. I guess it depends on how bad, like, I don't it, it would have to depend on what it is. Like, if I felt like the child was in danger or it was that bad, you know, or something like that, then obviously I would probably tell them. But if it was just, but I don't know. I guess if it I, happens I it at school, school would I would talk to the teacher. To, I would go through the teacher. Go, go to the authority. Yeah. yeah. Especially like oh, if they yeah. were stealing or something right. like that. Because that's if the mom is an acquaintance. Yeah. Not if the kid is an acquaintance to your... I mean, you assume maybe like a classmate or okay. somebody on the playground yeah. no, or something. you just got to let the teacher... Hey, just so you know, I don't know the facts about this. This is what I've heard. This is going down in school. Because yeah. what do you do if like it's a repeated behavior and your kid's like, I don't want to hang out with this kid anymore I I had that happen with a friend of mine and the mom was reaching out to my friend saying why doesn't your kid want to hang out with my kid anymore and it's like well mm-hmm. but they weren't that good of friends so she's mm-hmm. like I wasn't going to go approach her that's really yeah. hard because then the mom is asking you yeah yeah, that's true. So in that situation well and I was thinking what if it's outside of school like what if they're at like I don't know a, a third friend's house playing or if they're at your house playing or I don't know. It comes up in a situation outside of school where the teacher really has nothing to do with it. Mm. Well, it's never, I don't think it's ever going to go over well if you don't know the person at all. You know, say you're at the playground or you're at Chuck E. Cheese and the kid punches your kid in the arm. You're, <laughs> don't go to Chuck E. Cheese. Well, That's rule yeah. one. <laughs> um, you're going to, if you go up to another mom who's a stranger and say, your child just did this, I, I mean. Well, you're, the problem is you're, it's hearsay. You didn't mm. see. So it's your child versus their child. Yeah. So you're right. It doesn't usually go well. Yeah. So what if you're not sure if it's true? Like I have a friend whose son swore up and down that his classmate stole some Pokemon cards. Megan, Pokemon cards. <laughs> Megan had Pokemon cards stolen. What? No, I had like I had like two and they got stolen and I was like, oh well, there's my two. The big thing for us growing up, Chloe, I don't know if you were old enough to have these um, Abby did, definitely jelly is. Roll, do y'all remember <laughs> jelly is. roll pens? Oh, oh yeah. Yes. Yep. Jelly roll pen. We'd have like big bags of them. You could probably keep one in a trapper keeper. <laughs> back to. <laughs> um, so anyway, she, he swore, he's like, he, t- he took my cards, this boy, and he just had a vibe about the kid. He took my cards. This, like my friend told me about it and we were planning to break into this kid's house. Obviously, we were joking, but like, he's having a party. We can sneak in. We'll wear camouflage and we'll find those cards. It was just a very elaborate plan that we were forming. Um, come to find out, they were at her house still. Oh. And she never confronted the mom, thank goodness. Thank but like, what do you do if you are, if your child is saying this is happening, but you don't have any proof? Like, yeah. I pray. Mm. You know, sometimes you have to ask God, okay, Lord. I just, I don't feel right about this. So you be still if you don't feel right about it. And, and, and then you watch and wait. And, and sometimes if we really open our eyes, God reveals things like you learn stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I always think it's better to err on the side of being still and waiting than making a mistake. Mm -hmm. Do you think the same is true if somebody comes to you and says, here, this is what your child did? I mean... I think you don't want to disrupt your child's trust. So you have to have that conversation. But I think, so go to your child first. Let's talk about this. Um, And you have to do it non-reactionary. You say, hey, I got to ask you a question. Like, you know, just like I'm open. 
I'm not making a judgment call. Talk to me about this. And then again, you have to pray, Lord, give me wisdom and discernment here. Is my child telling the truth or aren't they? Mm-hmm. And I did have a situation where one of my kids um, was not telling the truth, and I knew they weren't telling the truth, and it took me days to figure it out, and I was twisted inside. But I did. the truth was revealed, and that is often what we can pray for. Mm-hmm. So, okay, bring it to the light, Lord. I got to know. Yeah. I think also as you're waiting and praying I think that's the time where you consider where your own heart is. Are you really concerned? Do you really have a genuine concern about your child's safety or well-being? Or is there some other motivation there? Yeah, you know? good, good point. Is there some motivation of like, I want that other mom to be put in her place or I want to feel better about my parenting yeah. by pointing out another parent's child, the child's shortcomings or, or something like that. And if the truth is never revealed, can you let it go? Mm. Just let it go and mm-hmm. say, okay, you know what, Lord, I'm never going to know the truth about this one, but I'm going to keep my eyes out because somebody has said something about my child. I'm going to look for that in them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not going to be blind next time if it is true. And if I never know, I never know. I let it go. I don't think you can really predict how you would react if someone came to you because like I think that in a lot of cases with school I assume that my child is the one that did the wrong thing like we get the email that says it has come to our attention that some children in the class have done xyz and then my when my kids get home I'm like are you part of this? Yeah. Are you a part of this? You better not be a part of this. <laughs> That's um, me. That's me. I'm like my poor boys every single time someone comes out I'm like did you do this? Tell me. Right. Now. Right. Right. And so, I don't ever assume they're innocent. Yeah. So I feel like if a mom came to me and said, your son did this, I would be like, oh, he's dead. But <laughs> yeah. but at the same time, I don't know. I mean, sometimes the mama bear stuff comes out and you get real defensive. So mm. I think it just takes that deep breath and a moment of of prayer and, and patience. And to remember what you said before. Sometimes this is age-appropriate children working out, you know, their sin. Mm. They're trying a few little bad things and stuff is happening and they're with each other all day in class. Stuff Mm -hmm. is going to go down. And so how much is it just them working it out? Yeah. What were you going to say, Megan? Yeah, well, that that kind of goes along with what I was going to ask is, you know, I feel like a lot of the times, depending on their ages, I guess kids can work things out on their own. But what do you do with like the parent that really thinks their child can do no wrong? Like never does anything wrong, really truly like believes that their child I think you never keep them does at a anything safe wrong. distance. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you Yeah. That's hard. And can hard. you coach your I guess maybe coach your kid to kind of navigate that friendship for themselves if they're at a certain age. But if you're friends with the parents and you're together socially all the time, your kids are thrown together oh. and that puts you and your child in a difficult situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sticky. Sticky. Yeah. Yeah. So what about for teenagers? I mean, I feel like this conversation is kind of elementary and younger. When you have a teen, what if they're asking you to not say anything? Oh, because another teen did something? Yeah. You know, because like going to the other, do you go to the other child and say, hey, I found out you're doing this. You know, if it's your your teenager's friend and you're driving them somewhere or you have all your kids' friends' phone numbers, do you say, hey? Oh, that's so hard. If a life is at risk, mm. you have to look at your child and say, I know you trusted me not to say anything, but a life is at risk here. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. they're drinking and driving or something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because you don't want anything to happen to them and then for you to feel like, or your child feel like, oh my gosh, we should have said something. 
Yeah, and as someone who uh, had a, I had an action of mine exposed to my mom in a Walmart aisle, and <laughs> she heard about this. Yeah, story. she came home and <laughs> said, "I know you did this." I was like. Ugh. But like as an adult, I'm like I'm really glad she found out. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I guess now, but the woman who was who told my mom was one of my best friends' moms, and her and my mom were really good friends. Yeah. So I feel like, and I can't believe she said that in a grocery store. <sighs> Let me just say that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a personal call. I know. I think it re- <laughs> it reminds me of that phrase, you know, earn the right to be heard. And I think that if because it was your like one of your best friend's moms, yeah. she they had that rapport. Same thing with, you know, you going to another mom who you barely know. I mean, you don't you haven't really earned the right to be heard with that parent. Mm. So if there is a real safety thing at ish at, at uh, it, that that is the issue. Yes, you can still say it, but don't necessarily expect her to respond kindly or to receive the news with open arms. So if you want, like say you have your group of of friends, how do you, is there something you can say in a position you can kind of put your heart in, in a conversation with other moms that say, um, I want you to tell me kind of like Mm. what you said at the beginning, Susan, or Megan, you said, you know, if my child does this and he's at your house, I want you to tell me like, how do we give our friends permission to tell us if our kids have done something wrong and really mean it like is there something that we can do in another area of our life is there another behavior that we can show that communicates I really mean this and I will listen if you come to me and you you tell me this does that make sense that question makes sense yeah I think we cannot be prideful about our children Mm -hmm. and that people can see that if you're going to be the kind of person that's going to receive that Mm -hmm. and But if you really love and want to be able to parent and guide your child, especially through the teen years, then you are going to put aside your pride and you're you're going to want really parents to tell you that. Um, I think the other thing that was really a big help to me in the teen years is we had a Moms in Touch at Plant. And Moms in Touch is a mother's group. They're international. um, That is uh, mothers getting together and praying for their school Mm. and what's happening at the school and the teachers at the school and the kids. Mm. And I'll tell you, I learned so much through the prayer of other women (laughs) on our, you know, just with our heads bowed, people praying for things going on at the school that I wouldn't have known if I didn't go to Moms in Touch. Not that that was the purpose to Mm. be informed, but it it opened my heart to ways I needed to be praying for my kids yeah. who were in that environment. Yeah, You know, we don't know, we don't walk through the halls unless you're a substitute, which is, again, something I highly recommend. Mm-hmm. If you can take, you know, if you don't have to always be at work and can some occasionally substitute, it's a great way to really understand your children's environment. We don't know what they're going through, but when moms collectively get together and are transparent with one another... You learn stuff that you need to know. Yeah. I don't think that it's uh, reasonable to expect moms to react calmly to this kind of stuff when we allow our children's behavior to be a reflection of us. You know, like we are so like if my child gets straight A's, it's, it's thanks to me. If my child dresses well, (laughs) it's thanks to me. If my kid is a star athlete, it's thanks to me. So if all of these things the opposite happens, then I'm to blame. And so as long as we keep doing that, as long as we keep thinking that our children are an, another limb coming off of us, yeah. I don't think that we're going to ever take 
another mom's criticism well, yeah. you know? So it's a getting out of that mindset in the first place and having those conversations with your friends. I got a Christmas letter this year that I loved. Like I, I literally wanted to frame it because the mom was so transparent about what each of her kids was struggling with. I said, this is reality. Yeah. I love this. And it was funny, too, the way she said, well, we decided to take a trip. Her, some of her kids are older. Um, she and her husband have been traveling more because her kids are older. So we decided to bring two of the girls on a trip. And um, and uh, there's a reason why you don't bring your kids on a trip. Yeah. <laughs> She's hilarious. Right. I, I read it and I was like, oh, I love her. Yeah. So to be like that, mm-hmm. you're right. It is hard. Because we're not like that. Yeah. Yeah. And there's so much competition, you know, it's just competition between moms everywhere. So for for another mom to come to you and say, hey, your kid was a real jerk to my kid. uh, There's, yeah, not much, uh, very, very low expectations, I think, when it comes to, to handling that news well. Yeah. But I do think that good can come from those difficult conversations. I think that you can maybe make a new friend. (laughs) Um, You can deepen a friendship that you have. Yeah. Like you said, Susan, you can discover something that's happening in your child's world that maybe you didn't already know about, something that your child is struggling with, something you can start praying for. So if you are the recipient, I don't think you should reject it, you know, welcome it with open arms. I love to look at it like a basketball game. I don't know if you have played basketball or watched basketball, but it's kind of like the moms against the kids. And in a basketball game, you'll see like a teammate run by another teammate and slap five and go they're elbowing over there number 25 is elbowing I got it I got it I'll take care of that you know and that's how I feel as moms we need to be is hey number 32 is throwing elbows you know so watch out when you're over there and keep an eye on it and just it's like team playing it's fast we're together we've got our eyes on it and we're not only being defensive but offensive and it's for the good of the game and it is a game Yep, and then the game they grow up, and hopefully they know how to play the game themselves yep. when they're yeah. against their kids. <laughs> yeah, but if it. we kept it at that level of like, yeah, go high five, you go, you're up, you're yeah, in, yep, that's good. tagging you in. All right, so how have you reacted when another mom has confronted you, or have you had to do that? Have you had to go to a mom and say, "Hey, your kid did this," and how did that turn out for you? Tell us in the link in the show notes, and be sure to tell another mom about the iMom podcast. That will help deepen your community and make you some good mom friends. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the iMom podcast. iMom is the motherhood program of the nonprofit organization Family First. Along with our fatherhood program, All Pro Dad, we exist to help you love your family well. Subscribe to our daily email, the iMom Minute, by going to imom.com slash subscribe and get tons of great ideas, insight, and inspiration. The iMom Podcast is hosted by me, Abby Watts, along with Susan Merrill, Megan Tigner, and Chloe Blumenthal.